Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about investing for weekly and monthly cash flow. Not only do we talk about investing for weekly and monthly cash flow, we actually participate. You know, I have several accounts that I monitor and all variations of this exact same thing that I'm going to show you that I have been showing you for ooh, quite a while now. It is 11.40 a.m. Monday, August 9th. Let's see what's happening in the market today. STX seems to be the only stock that we brought over from last week. Now, if you remember, I've had STX. Let's quickly jump into this to take a look at this. We've actually had STX since 6.7. So let's see what's happened with it since 6.7. STX, we're going to put that... Put STX into the one-year chart. Give you a quick little rundown. A year ago today, STX was at 46.34. Quickly found its low at 8.26, which was that August. Yeah, August 26th at uh, 44.50. It's a nice escalation to the upside, finding its high at 106.22. And that was five seven five twelve at mid mid May. Okay. From there, kind of like all over the place, she drops down a little bit. My assumption would be it's it's a profit taking. A little bit of recovery off of that little dip to hit one hundred one sixty eight. Then from there, she had like twelve down days in a row before she found some more support at 84 went sideways for a little bit dropped down to find its new 90 90 day low at 78 to 79 from there it's just like it's been up 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 anyway she's sitting today at 92.27 so the first thing on the list that we're going to do today considering we already own the stock there's no need to really take a look at the seasonality but just for the fun of it let's take a look at it only to decide whether or not we should get, you know, uh, what do you call those? What options we should sell against it. So basically, for this week, she looks like she's going to go sideways. Uh, Friday is the 13th. Yep, she can have a little bit of dip on Thursday and Friday. That's what the seasonality is saying. Does that exactly what that means? No, it's not what that means. The only thing that means is Historically speaking, over the last 10 years, that was the movement that it made. Okay, so take a look at the big chart and see what we have there. STX. And the reason I call it the big chart is it has more indicators on it. And it gives me a little bit more to look at, a little bit more information to look at. Okay, the uh, STX, the volume has been consistent, 2.6 mil. Let's take a look. And the buyers have outpaced the sellers, and she's in a flat market at the moment. So she is in an uptrend, which is kind of nice. Not an uptrend, sorry. Sideways trend, because she had a peak a couple of weeks ago. I'm talking about the, the movement-wise, uh, the movement indicator. She said she went up a little bit. Now she's down. She's flatlining now, which could be a good thing. So at 92.27, let's see what it's worth for us today. Okay, we got a thousand shares. So we can we got a thousand shares at ninety-eight seventy-nine. So let's do the ninety-sixes. Well, if I do the ninety-sevens, that'd give me fifty cents. That's five hundred bucks. That's halfway to our mark. Ninety-seven. If we get called out, we'd only lose about a thousand. All right. So here we go with the very first trade of the week. This week. La 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 la. Okay, well, I'm going to sell 10 STX 100s. That is the weeklies. 20, August 21. That is this Friday coming up, four days away. 
the 97 call at 48 cents per share. That should bring us 480 bucks, but it might 54. It just got filled at 54. All right, so we just brought in 540 bucks. I'm already halfway to my target. And as you can see, you come down to the monitor, we had $88,000 to spend in order to make another 400 bucks. So let's see what's going on this week. Uh, we want to look at the Dividend Kings first. First, always, always look at the Dividend Kings. Okay, now the reason why I always look at the Dividend Kings, because ladies and gentlemen, they have increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 50 years. Some of these as much as 66, almost 70 years. 70, can you imagine that Kennedy was in office? 70 years of continuous increased dividend payments to the shareholders. Oh, not even a question. Check it out, Johnson & Johnson. I'm not even gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do it only because I always do it, but just to let you know, Johnson & Johnson is always on my buy list anytime they pop up. And the reason being is they're a dividend king. They've been in business for over 100 years, okay? The one-year chart for Johnson & Johnson started out a year ago today at 148.39. Went sideways for a couple of months, found its bottom at the end of October at 133.65. Now, just after the election, she shot up to a high of 173.62. Went sideways for... Alright, I interrupted a scam phone call. Now, you might be asking, why do I record on my phone? Because it's easier and it's cheap. That's it. It's easier and it's cheap. It's, it's right there. I use it every day. So why not hit a button, record my conversation of exactly what I'm doing while I'm trading. Because I trade every day. Okay? I may not do a lot depending on the situation. Today, at $88,000 to spend. So let's do that. My phone's handy. Hit the record button and let's go to town. So as I was saying, Johnson & Johnson's usually on my list without any questions. Uh, oh, so we're looking at the last 90 days. Guys, the last 90 days, we have a low of 156, a high of 172, which she made just a couple of days ago. Uh, she had four, I can't really call them down days because it looks like it's going sideways, but they did close lower than they opened, so they're basically down days. She's sitting at 173.39. Take a look at the big chart for Johnson & Johnson, just to go through the formalities. Johnson & Johnson is going to go sideways for the next couple of days. The big chart shows Johnson & Johnson doing J&J. &J. Big chart. Whoa. A lot more buyers than there are sellers. It's, it's a 24.8 uh, 14.6. Not quite 2 to 1. But, you know, still nice. Um, the trend line is on the upside. And the buyers are way up. Well, I shouldn't say way up. But are out performing the sellers so that all looks good so four days covered call 173 you know what we could sell the 175s or if we just want to collect the money and get the heck out of there do the 173s that's going to be 75 that's better than the dividend you know Let's try that. All right. Let's go back to the beginning where it started today so we can see what actually happened. All right, the dividend for Johnson & Johnson is 101. Now, she opened up. Let's slide this over just a tad bit more. All right, she opened up at 173.72. And she hit a high 174.25. That's almost 50 cents. So it didn't quite hit that dollar mark, but she could. Um, I'm going to take the safest bet. The safest bet is going to be a covered call. It's four days. Buy it at the market. See if we can buy up. It's a $200 stock. I don't know if we can do a thousand shares of a $200 stock. Um, let's do it at the market. That way we get filled right away. All right, so I'm gonna buy a thousand shares Johnson and Johnson at the market to open, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. 
because say it's going to suck up 86,000 which would take up my all my money and it would put me out of uh, out of commission for the day so we're going to not do that let's go with just uh, 500 because it is like I said it is a $200 stock alright that takes up half of my money so this way it gives me something else to do because there's a lot of other good companies out there and I don't want to put everything into just one company. So I'm going to buy 500 shares of Johnson & Johnson at the market to open. It's off to the races. She got filled at 17334. 173. Wow. Okay, see if I did the 175 I get filled at a buck fifty. She's at 173. So if I add the 150 to the 172 and a half, that comes up to 173 uh, and change. So that ain't even worth it. I'm gonna sell the 175s, which not quite a triple play. It could be a double play. No, no. It could be a double play. We collect the premium and the difference between the two. So Let's uh, sell five of those. Okay. Um, I'm going to sell a covered call. So we bought 500 shares. We're going to sell the covered call, the 175s, which is out of the money. That means if the stock goes up, I get to click the premium and the difference between what I bought. So right now I'm going to collect 200 bucks. All right. Oh! At 42, oh, that's a bummer. It's only got 42 cents on that one. Huh. Anyway, 42 cents is still 200 bucks. And I still got $44,000 to play with. Holy crap. So we're already close. So got, all right, so we did the 54, um, the STX, 10 contracts at 54. That's 540 bucks. Johnson & Johnson, we just bought 500 shares at 173.34, and we sold five options for someone to buy it from me at 175, which is a dollar 76 less than what I paid for it. So if the stock goes up, I've already collected the premium. That's already in my account. So no matter what happens, that's already my money. So if this does end up over 175 by the end of the week, I get to collect the difference between the 173.34, what I paid for it, and the 175, which is the option for someone to buy it from me at 175, anytime between now and the close of business on Friday. So at 400, uh, well, no, it's 200 and something bucks, 210 bucks for that privilege. So let's see what else we got on the list. NDSN got a 39 cent dividend. Nordson, I believe Nordson, I don't know if they're over 60 years, but they are over 50. That much I do know. Um, let's take a look at Nordson, see what Nordson says. NDSN. All right, so Nordson started out the year last year at 199, fluctuated quite a bit between 180 and 200. That's a big fluctuation. All the way up until she gapped up in uh, May of this year. Jumped into the 220 range. Anyway, she hit a low of the year back in the end of January at 178. From there, it's really a nice movement to the upside. I, I like the movement this has because she goes from... from the beginning of the year at 179 from the low of the year up to uh, 223 so that's a $50 move from there I'm only assuming this is going to be profit taking it goes from a high of uh, 222 down to 197 that's a 25 that's a 50% rec reduction in the advancement that they had remember that from from the low of the year in, in the beginning of February into January, she jumps $50. Okay? And then from there, the retracement was almost 25 to the to the T. Now, she went up a couple of bucks and from um, 223, 224, somewhere in that area. And she gaps up to 
to 18 to 19. Okay, settles into a range of 220, 222, and goes sideways. Makes a high of the year at uh, 229.80. That was at the beginning of the month, this month. Now, she had um, one up day after that, and then one, two, three, four down days in a row. So it does not look favorable at the moment. Let's take a quick look at the seasonality and see what that says. That says she's going to go a tad bit to the upside, and she's going to dip on the 23rd, which is 10 days away, which is two weeks away, uh, which is right around when they pay their dividend. Yes, they pay their dividend right there, around the 23rd, 24th. So that's when she drops. Okay, but until then, it should be an up cycle. So let's take a look at the big chart for NDSN and D. Okay, Nordson is in a little bit of a downturn. The buyers are retreating and the sellers are advancing. So, even though it is a dividend king, even though they have the dividend coming up and it is a slight bit of an uptrend based on one chart over the other, um, volume's a little bit down from the past couple of weeks. And the sellers are outpacing the buyers, and the trend line is pointing down. So I'm going to pass on Nordson. Sorry. PH. What is PH? Parker Hannafin. All right. Another dividend king. PH. Parker Hannafin. Started out the year last year at 200. Went sideways for a couple of months, hitting a low of 192.25. That was the middle of September. Just after election, this baby jumps up to a trading range of 261 to 282. Then jumps up from that trading range to another trading range right around the 300 to 320 mark. Hitting a high of the year at 324.68. Now, our 90-day chart puts him on a little bit of a downtrend. Okay, it's a $300 stock. Does not make me happy camper. Seasonality for Parker as going with to the upside. Okay, so let me go back to that standard chart and see exactly what I was looking at. Yeah, so she could be dropping into a pennant where you have the higher highs, wait a minute, lower highs and lower lows, still profit taking, you know, up, down, up, down, but yeah, it definitely looks like a pennant forming. See low here going up, high here coming down. So she could be in an uptrend. She's at 298. She's a $300 stock. You guys know how much I dislike $300 stocks. And it is a monthly monthly options. So I'm going to have to pass on monthly options because that's two weeks away, isn't it? Hold on a second. Yeah, it's two full weeks away. I got to sneeze. <coughs> coming. Whew, excuse me. That took me by surprise. All right, so let's go back to the market watch. We're going to pass on NDSN. What was my reasoning? Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. The sellers are all pacing the buyers, which means she's in a little bit of a downtrend, so that does not make me a happy camper. All right, we got Dover. 49 cent dividend, but they're not paying a dividend until Friday. D O V D O V. All right, Dover started out the year last year at 10106, went sideways for a couple of months before it found its low at 105. That was election day. From election day, this thing didn't do very much, it just jumps up to a trading range of 121. That's only a 20% increase, travels for a little bit. Get some profit taking before she goes from a, uh, from a, a new low at uh, 116. That was at the beginning of the year. Uh, 116.32 all the way up to 170.69, which was yesterday, Friday. Uh, the 90-day chart has a low sitting at 173, high at 170. Sorry, the low at 137. Sorry, I, I got dyslexic. Dyslexic. Dyslexic, one of those words. Uh, there for a second. One thirty-seven fifty-six was the ninety-day low. 
jumped up to a training range between 145, 150, traveled that all the way up until the end, to the mid-July. Before breaking out of that, nice up day on the 20th. Look at that. She opens up at 152, hits a high of 163, settles at 162. That's a nice little jump. Okay, so let's take a look at what seasonality is going to look like for Dover. Dover! Here we go. The Dover. More or less, okay. Yep, got a little uptrend there. Not the greatest in the world, but it's there. DOV, a dividend king. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a definite buy, ladies and gentlemen. For me. For me. I, I have to you know, reiterate that. Definite buy for me. That's exactly what I'm going to do. It's a $170 stock. I have the room for the dividend. I can even do a div cap play on this one. $168. let us go to the trade. Oh, the reason why I'm saying that <laughs> is volume is, is not hugely higher than it was last year. I mean, last month, the average was like 570, 570,000. And, and last week it was 900,000. So that's, um, I don't know, 40, 45% increase in volume in the, over the, you know, last month as opposed to this month or the past couple of weeks. I don't know. Anyway, the volume is a little bit higher, um, a little bit more of an uptrend and definitely a nice, nice uptrend, the trend line going up. And it is a three to one ratio. There's three times as many buyers as there are sellers 33.6 to 11.7. That's a good three to one. That's enough for me. Dover and oh, I don't like. You know what? I'm just gonna do div cap play on this one. Five hundred shares. I'm gonna buy five hundred shares of Dover at one sixty eight fifty two. Off to the races. What did I just do? Should fill 168.844. Right, let's place this order, the market order. All right, I'm replacing that order with buy 500 Dover at the market to open. It's got filled at 168.75. All right. 168.75 and what's our dividend on this 50, 49.50 cents there we go so let's alright so we're going to sell for 50 cents higher than what we paid for it which should be 169 No, 169. 68. There we go. 169 limit order. Okay, here's what it sounds like. We're going to sell 500 Dover 169 limit order to close. Now, let's check it out. She's at 168.52, which is less than what she opened at. She opened up at 169.19. All right. So, we're looking at 169. This is going to be a div cap play only because it is a monthly option. And you know what? I think, I think, oh, missed it by, a, wait a minute. One, two, three, yeah, missed it. 3M is going to be a perfect um, for next week's triple play. This week we got uh, triple play. Let's try it out. EMR, no, no, AWR and MSA. All right, because we already did what we could do for for today with the dividend kings. All right, I'm going to save these other two dividend kings. Um, SCL, which is Stefan, they got a 27 cent dividend, and Tenant Corporation got a 22 cent dividend. I'm going to skip those for a double triple play. Now, what I mean by double triple play is AWR and MSA. Uh, so we're going to take a quick look at them. And the only reason why I say that, oh, I should probably double check to make sure. 
so let's go to make sure. I'm gonna have to actually go to Yahoo Finance. Yahoo Finance to check on those. I'm just gonna do it at Yahoo Finance to check on those two to find out exactly when the dividend is, even though it says, um, what are we looking at? Right here. Open that back up. AWR and MSA. AWR. Right here. AWR. Take a quick look at that. Okay. American States Water. Aren't these up in the Northeast? They have a Northwest. EX is this Friday. Awesome. Um, NSA. Was that the next one? MSA. All right. MSA MSA Alright, MSA also Cool Alright, so both of these companies have the dividend coming up On uh, this Friday Okay, AWR and MSA um, You know what, let me check out EMR Just for the fun of it EMR EMR Thursday Alright, we don't want to do that one only because If you buy it on Thursday I mean, if the op option expires on Friday And the dividend, the EX date is the 13th That means own it on the 14th Wait a second Hold the thought, hold that thought for a second. The EX date, yeah, because then it would close, and it usually closes. Let's take a quick look at EMR for a second. EMR, let's see how she reacts. Okay, so EMR started out the year at um, 66.90. Traded in that range all the way up to election, then she went up. But during that time, she hit the low at 63.16. After the election, she gaps up to 75.31 and just continues to climb all the way up to the new high of 102.42. Going sideways for a little bit, she's at 101.23. And EMR is only offering a 50 cent dividend. So, had you got in this morning. It's not even on the list for today. It's on the list for uh, Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's on Wednesday's list. But we're trying to do a triple play on this one because if if we buy it at the market, well, let's take a look at the seasonality because so far the one-year chart looks good. The 90-day um, the chart looks good. The seasonality also looks good. Okay, so what's the big chart look like for EMR? EMR... All right, sideways trend. It's about 50-50 uh, between the buyers and the sellers, which is good. I don't know if good for every buyer. There's a seller, so the market just it could go sideways. You never know. All right. Uh, la, 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 la. And it is a weekly option. Awesome. So we do a covered call. That's not bad. Um, it's at 101.23. We'd get 50 cents out of that one. But if we did the 102s, we'd get 40 cents. Yeah. Okay, so let's go for the 40 cents. Um, well, so we're going to do a covered call on this. We're going to buy the at the market at 101.25. And then we're going to sell the 102s. For 40 cents, that, that would bring us in another. Let's find out. Um, I 
I want to first I want to go back to the regular standard chart so I see what I'm looking at slide this back over okay that doesn't look too bad um, $100 stock let's see if we can get a thousand how much is that gonna cost can't do that we're gonna have to do 500 all right 500 at the market here we go. Okay, gonna buy. All right, here's the trade. Buy 500 EMR at the market to open. Now, I'm not suggesting you guys do that. I'm just suggesting this is the one I'm going to show as an example. Ooh, rejected. What? How the heck did that happen? Oh, available dollars only 2,900. Bummer. Hmm. So, you know what? If I sell STX, if I sell Dover right now at 500 shares, um, actually selling it at a profit, not a lot, but it would allow me to uh, do that, what do you call it? That triple play. And that triple play, I really want to show uh, how it works. All right, so let's take the profit here. All right, so we're gonna try to sell that. It got filled, it's 160.81. So I gotta cancel this one. All right, so we made a little bit, we made a $30 profit, big whoop, but that did free up uh, 45,000, and I really want to show you that triple play. Okay, EMR, we're, we're gonna go two of them. Let's, you know what, let's do all three. See what we got, uh, we got 45, that gives me 15,000 a piece. 15,000. All right, we're doing EMR, EMR. E are okay All right, we're gonna buy EMR at the market we're gonna buy uh, 400 shares wait a second let's whip out the calculator because you got 45,000 15 on margin it's 30,000 30,000 divided 101. 300 shares. Okay, so 300 shares at the market. And off to the races. I just got filled at 101.21. Now, we are going to sell. Three, because we have 300 shares, so each contract equals 100 shares. So we're going to sell three shares, three contracts um, at the market, which is 40 cents a share. That's 120 bucks. Now the reason why we're doing this, okay, it sounds like this: sell three EMR 100. It's the weeklies. Um, 13 August 21 that's this Friday the 102 strike price now that is more than what I paid for it so the triple play is going to be number one collecting the dividend number two collecting the I just got filled at 50 cents cool number two collecting the premium and number three collecting the difference between what I paid for it and what it might sell for that's only gonna work if the stock ends up at a 102 or higher come this Friday. Anything below 102 is uh, I keep the stock and I do it again next week. No, I don't do the triple play again next week. I just do a covered call next week. <laughs> but the only time you get to do a triple play is when the uh, when the dividend stock expires on the third Friday of the month. Okay, so how many stocks are actually going to expire on the how many options 
stocks, uh, how many stock companies are going to have the EX date on the third Friday of the month or the third Thursday? Because I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to work. Okay, so EMR is actually going to be paying on Thursday, their EX date on Thursday, which means that I would own the stock on the expiration of the option, which is Friday. Even though the EX date is Thursday, I'll be the owner of the stock. Okay, I already own the stock, so I'm already eligible to collect the dividend. So this Friday when the option expires, and I still, well, whether or not I own the stock, I will have the stock in my possession through the EX date and through the option's expiration. So I get to collect the premium, I get to collect the dividend, and I get to collect the difference between the purchase price and the strike price only if the stock goes above 102. If not, I just collect two. All right. AWR, let's take a quick look at AWR, American Water. That expires this Friday. Uh, $0.33 cent dividend. AWR. Started out the year at at seventy nine ninety one. Found its low at sixty nine twenty five a couple of weeks later. Jumps back up to that seventy nine trading range and goes all the way right up until the what is that the beginning? Yeah, the beginning of July of this year. Before she finally breaks out of that trading range and jumps in to a nice escalation up to up to 9207 is the new high. She's sitting at 8964 at this moment in time, but let's take a look at the seasonalities to see if we have an idea where it might be going. It's just cuz she's eligible for a triple play doesn't mean she's actually going to be a candidate for said play. Ooh, look at that. The seasonality looks perfect for this one. I like that. All right, the big chart for date AWR it's going to look something like this. Oh, oh, that looks good. It's almost a three to one. No, uh, two and a half to one to buyers over sellers. So there's more buyers than there are sellers by almost two and a half to one. 32.7 to 14.2. Now she's in a clearly uh, nice little uptrend. She's, she could be leveling out at the uptrend. You know, because uh, there's a nice escalation of the trend line going on the upside, and as buyers are still in, you know, still in the prominent position, for lack of better words. Uh, so everything looks good there. Now here's what the triple. Uh, this is not going to be. Wait a minute. The triple play is not until this, till next Friday. This is a monthly option, so we can't do AWR. So much for that idea. MSA. MSA. AWR monthly options. What a bummer. A perfect candidate for triple play. But no. Okay, so MSA started out the year at the low of the year at 119.22. Jumped up to a trading range real quick to 125. Traveled that way for a couple of weeks. Uh, about a month or so, and then it just escalates all the way up to the high of the year at 172.84, and that was in the middle of February. From there, that is almost like a perfect pennant, almost. But it looks that is definitely a pennant. You know, the high down here coming out to the low, and the low down here coming up to here. Perfect pennant, highs and lows all compressing in 161.02. That looks great. Seasonality for MSA. Oh, I like that. All right. She's basically sideways. Mm. I don't know. Triple play might be out of the... Might be out of the... Um, what do you call it? Out of range for MSA. But we'll, we'll take a good look at it. Okay. She's coming out of a low plateau going sideways. She's up a little bit. A little bit of a trend line. There's more sellers than there are buyers, but the buyers are are advancing. So it's a good indication she might continue to go up. So let's see what we need for MSA for a triple play. And it's a ah, damn it, it's another monthly option. Wow. 
I had 30,000 left to spend, and I had two monthly options kicking, staring me in the face. I hate when that happens. Alrighty then, let's find out what else. So we could actually go to uh, a dividend aristocrats and see who's expiring this week. So let's do that. Go to dividend aristocrats. Oh, ooh, ooh, nice little number. All right, so let's slide this up a little bit. I'm going to look at the ones that expire on Friday rather than the ones that expire on Thursday. Because they expire on, uh, sorry, when the EX date is on a Thursday, that means that's the last day the stock trades before the dividend's paid out. So before the market opens on Friday, the dividend's already paid out. And usually the stock goes down or opens down equal to the amount of the dividend. So I don't want to do anything on a Thursday that has their dividend on a Thursday, but I do want to do the ones that go on a Friday. ABC is first on the list. Amerisars Bergen, 42 cents. What I'm going to do first, I'm going to go to the trade section to see if they have weekly options. Before we go into all that, all that nonsense, ABC. All right, so ABC Corporation is a weekly option. Okay, good. So let's take a look at the one-year chart for ABC. Let's try it one more time. ABC, here we go. ABC started out, excuse me, the year last year at 102.86, about uh, a month later found its low down at 92.33. From there, it's, you know, a nice little escalation up to the high of the year, which was a couple of days ago at 128.87. Now, I normally don't like to buy at the high, but this thing goes up, profit taking, goes up, profit taking. Now, I'm looking at the 128.87 as some profit taken, and then we have uh, three down days in a row after that. Well, let's take a quick look at seasonality, because seasonality could come into play where just because there's profit taken, um, is she going to continue moving up this time of year? Now... We're basically flat with the seasonality, so we don't really know what to expect there. But the big chart for ABC says um, it's a 28 to 19. So it's not a 2 to 1, but it, it buyers are more than the sellers. Um, the numbers, numbers. The trend line looks like it has a slight dip to it. All right, so the 119s, all right, the bid is 119.60, and the ask is 119.68. It's an eight cent spread. Okay, but uh, take a look at this, the 119.66, but yeah, the 120 is paying 90 cents. You know what, let's try it. Let's get 300 shares, why not? return. Let's see what the other ones look like first before we jump to to that decision. Alright, so ABC doesn't look that bad. BG, which is come on. Bunge Limited. I've never even heard of them. They got a 50 cent dividend coming up. Let's see what they look like. Before I even do that, let's go Bunge BG. Nope, we're going to pass on them because they are a monthly option. B-O-K-F, Bach Financial. Never even heard of them. B-O-K-F, B-O-K-F. Another monthly option. C-H-E, Chemed. Chemed? I don't know, Chemed. That's, for those of you listening, it's C-H-E-M-M-E-D. Chemed or Chemed or Cmed. I have no idea how you pronounce that. 
Got a 34 cent dividend coming up. C H E C H E trade. That's another monthly option. DCI next on the list. DCI's got a 21 cent Donaldson Corporation company. DCI. DCI. Another monthly. HP. Helmerick Payne. Most people would think it'd be Hewlett Packard, but no. It's Hemlock Payne. LNN. Lindsay Corporation. LNN. Another monthly option. Now, oh, come on. I really should do these, uh, what do you call it? MSA, where you looked at. SO Southern Corporation to get 64 cents. SO. So. And it is a weekly option. Cool. Alright, so let's take a quick look at SO. SO. SO Southern Company started out the year last year at 54.68, found its low quickly about a month later at 51.22. From there, she jumps up to a trading range that was at 58 to 62, and travels that for whew, right up until the end of March, beginning of April, which is our new 90 day high of the year, and a 90 day high is 66.93. And the low is 60.15. She's sitting at 64.63 at the moment. Seasonality, what can we expect for the next couple of days? Downward. Ooh, that don't make me happy. Let's look at the big chart. SO. It's almost a two to one buyers over sellers. Uh, 3.2 million average. She's sitting at one point something at the moment. She is in an uptrend. There are more buyers. Oh, that looks good. Hmm. Okay, so she's at 64.62. And it really should be a 30 cent premium. They're only offering 15. If I do a hundred share, I mean a thousand shares, that's 150 bucks. Yeah. What's last on the list? WSX, Southwest Gas Holding, WSX. WSX. SWX, let's try that again. SWX, monthly. Damn it. I felt better about ABC, to be totally honest with you. So let's go back and do ABC because that's on the list. And put ABC back into the one year chart so I can see where it's going. She's at 119.37. The bid is 119.32, the ask is 119.42. Sorry, I need to. Yeah. 11932, 11942. 120 is going for 80 cents. That would be nice. Um, I only think we can get 600 shares. Wait a second. Saying that I have 30,000 to play with and 600 shares at the market is going to be $36,000. All right, well, let's give it a try, see what she says. Nope, I can't do that. Only do 500 shares. 
500 shares at the market. All right, buy 500 ABC at the market to open. 119.55, and let's sell the 120s. Five of them. Okay, now we are going to sell 500 ABC 100s. That's the weekly option. The 13 August 21 is the one, uh, is this Friday. The 120 call, which is 80 cents per share, should give me 400 bucks. It's going to take me over my one point something for the uh, return for the week. Um, all right, well, let's give it a try. And, oh, oh my goodness, that is sweet. She just filled at 105. Do you understand what that means? I bought at 119.55. I got 105 premium for the shares. That's 500 bucks. And if I get called out at the 120 mark, that's uh, 120.65. That's an additional 65 cents per share. Okay, so here's the triple play for ABC if it comes through. Okay, she's sitting at 119.55. Okay, so the last three days has been a little bit on the downside, but she just came off that the high of the year. So there may be profit taken. She may turn around. If she hits 120 by the end of Friday, by the end of business on Friday, I will, I've already collected the premium. I'm already due to collect the dividend this Friday because uh, Friday, actually, I already own it now. So Friday's the EX date. So whoever owns the stock on the EX date or uh, the, the, the date of record, which is the very next day, uh, is eligible for the dividend. So I get the premium, the dividend, and if she stays above 120, I get the, the extra 45 cents per share. Okay, and you add that onto the premium and the dividend. Oh, triple play coming up only, I have to restate this, only if the stock goes above 102. Now, I normally do covered calls, and you know what I think I'll do? I'll take the last 700 bucks, and I'll buy some covered calls on Johnson & Johnson. J&J. Now, J&J is trading for 173.16 by 173.17, and we all know what that means. When there is a penny difference between the buy and the sell, I mean, there's a lot of action going out there. Now, we have 700 bucks to play with. Uh, so I want to do the one seventies, nah, the one seventy two fifty. Yeah, I do the one seventy two fifty at two hundred. And how much money do we have? We had two hundred, um, about two hundred bucks a piece. Ooh, looks like we only can get three. What a bummer! All right. Anyway. All right, so three. Well, let's try four. Wait a minute, that's 585. 585, what do actually do we have? Yeah. Let's do four. Alrighty. That's not gonna work. Well, let's give it a try. We're going to try to buy four vertical Johnson & Johnson 100s, which is this Friday. Uh, the weekly is this Friday. Uh, the 13, August 21, which is this Friday. Uh, the 170 over the 172.5 call for $1.94 per. And I'm off by 197 bucks, So I can only get three. Three it is. All right, same thing, but three contracts. Now let's see what they're going for at the moment. Eesh. Oh, let's change it real quick. Let's change the order, go to 196. All right, so I'm changing the order, we're replacing it with the buy three vertical 
remember this, buy three vertical, which is a debit spread, the Johnson & Johnson 100, which is the weekly, 13 August 21, which is this Friday, the 170 of 172 and a half. I replaced it, got filled at 196. Okay, so let's see what kind of a trade that would be. All right, so it's costing me 591, just a tad bit under 600 bucks. And the most I can make off this is 162. That's not even, uh, wait a minute, 10%. 10% would be 59. All right, three, four, 40%? No. I'm going to have to figure this out. 162 divide 7. Uh, okay. Clear. 162 is the profit. And we divide by what we paid is uh, 591.90. 591.90. All right, 27%. I can deal with 27%, you know? All right, so let's do a quick little rundown of what we're looking at. Um, today, the very first trade we did was STX, brought in 540. The next one we did was Johnson & Johnson, was basically a covered call, because uh, the numbers just sounded better. Uh, 173.34, this is my first triple play for the week. No, it's not a triple play, this is a double play for the week. Possible, possible double play. I call that because I get to take the premium and I get to collect the difference between the purchase price and the sale price. Okay, which is not bad. Um, if that happens, well, at the moment I collected 420 for selling the privilege of someone buying them from me for more than I paid for it. Um, I sold the 175. So if that, you know, what, let's quickly open it up. J and J. J and J is sitting at 173.19. I seriously, seriously doubt it's going to hit 175. But either way, I got it at 173. I, I sold the uh, option someone to buy it from me at, at 175. Collected 420 on that. So between the two, sorry, not 420, 210. Um, that's 750. 750 so far. Dover, we collected 25 bucks on that one. I'm not even gonna, I'm just gonna count that as uh, paying for the, uh, what do you call those? <laughs> Commissions. <laughs> Bummer. Uh, EMR was next on the list. We bought it at 101.21 and we sold someone the option to buy it from me at 102. Collected a 50 cent dividend, a 50 cent premium. This is going to be one of my triple play uh, plays, which I it could work, it could not. You know, you never know. So anyway, we brought in more than one uh, percent already for the week. So I guess we're out of here for the day. I'm going to take a quick snapshot of, of this. Oh, right there, August nine. Why not? And I'm going to save that. But other than that, you guys, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about dividend stocks and investing for weekly and monthly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.